Welcome to this episode of the Political Snowfall. I'm your host, the Melted Snowflake. Tonight is going to be part eight of our election fraud series inside of the podcast. And I apologize for making this another short episode. I do not really have much time, but you might be able to find something that I have been working on in the description of this episode. But anyway, let's get on into it. We're going to be talking about pathways that are still open for victory. Also, we're going to talk about the runoffs, just just for a quick update on them. We're also going to summarize what we talked about in the last eight episodes of the podcast. And there might be a little bit more. I can't really think of much more to add, but stay tuned and enjoy. I asked you guys to tell me some pathways to victory so that I can go over with them with you. So obviously we got Pence. He could throw out the fraudulent electors, which I hope he does. I think he I think he probably will do it, but I'm not going to get my hopes up very high because we've been betrayed several times this past year, this past few months. Uh, someone else, they said declass everything, and I'd definitely like to see everything declassed. Someone else, they said the Insurrection Act, which could do something. So, a lot of you also said war, civil war, secession, a second revolution, mass civil disobedience. Honestly, I'm not exactly sure if that's going to happen, Uh I definitely think that we might need it in the future because right now, basically, we're basically being told that our vote does not matter. And at that point, we have no freedom. It doesn't matter what we do. And someone else, they said, pick an inspirational quote and keep saying it to yourself. Well, I'm pretty sure you're trying to tell us to just accept the results, but that will do nothing but give hope. Even if it's false hope, it's still hope. But we do not want false hope. We want actual hope. Someone else said, take your L and go. Well, you obviously haven't been listening to my podcast because we've covered a lot of evidence and there's enough evidence to overturn the results. Also, I find it hypocritical because Hillary Clinton has not accepted her results for four years. Neither has the left. In fact, Stacey Abrams thinks she's the governor right now. I've basically created my own Kraken. It has several sources to voter fraud. And when I say several, I mean probably hundreds. I organized it into different states, mostly the six states that have been up for grabs. I also put another category for fraud that took place in other states. Made another category for states that are the six, but involves multiple of them. I created fraud that was in general, which is just fraud that took place in basically every state or just everywhere. Or it may have something to do with politicians trying to say, give up, or we're going to do this, we're going to do that. And then I also create another category for election news, just to kind of keep everyone updated from here and there. And I hope that you guys can look through it and tell me what you think. So, Trump seems pretty confident that we can win tomorrow. I think that we can win. I hope we will win. But I'll tell you one thing's for sure. I'm going to be praying every chance that I can get that we will win. 
And the Senate race right now is not looking that good, unfortunately. So, the real immigrant patriot, he showed me something. And in about 11 minutes, I'd say, 10, 11, Purdue, he was up by about 120,000 votes. And then after 11 minutes passed, now he's only up by 3,000 votes. That's an insane jump. I think that it's pretty clear that fraud took place in Georgia, and it's still taking place in the Senate runoffs. We also concluded that there were about 600,000 votes that were deleted from Trump in Pennsylvania, which would very easily put him over the lead. Also in Georgia, we have a lot of evidence there. Obviously, the suitcase thing, that was pretty big because we actually have video evidence. Michigan, there were several votes that were deleted, and in Pennsylvania and both Michigan, people were not allowed to view what was going on in the polling stations. In Wisconsin, a judge, they thankfully saved, basically saved the election. I think that it basically flipped the results of the Wisconsin election because 200,000 mail-in votes are now invalid, and it's because of indefinite confinement. They did not fit the qualifications that they needed to actually be able to be eligible for a mail-in vote. In Arizona, there were a lot of people that were on the voter rolls. And obviously the estimation is about 160,000 to 640,000, or somewhere around there. I prob That number's probably not 100% correct, but it is a pretty big margin. And I think that it's enough to, it's obviously enough to overturn a state. Now we just gotta figure out who those people voted for. Also in Nevada, they've been slow walking the election results for a while. And I've been saying this every time on my podcast. I don't think I've been saying that the last few ones. But on election night, there were eight states that did not give us the results on election night. Alaska, North Carolina, Georgia, Pennsylvania, Michigan, Wisconsin, Nevada, and Arizona. Now, we're going to take Alaska out of the equation because, obviously, Alaska is a huge state, low population, but it's a huge state, and the mail-in votes there, and I'm sure that we all knew that it was going to go red, basically. But the mail-in votes, they definitely did not help because, obviously, Alaska is a huge state. They're not going to get there as easily. The roads were awful. Weather conditions were awful. Everything was just awful there. Now, we all knew that it was going to go red, so no one really cared about that too much. However, the remaining seven states, we're going to take North Carolina out of the equation because it went red. But here's something to note. North Carolina did not have Dominion voting systems. Out of the seven remaining states that are listed, North Carolina is the only one that does not have Dominion voting systems. It's a little bit suspicious. Obviously, it's nothing that's solid evidence that there was fraud. However, it's definitely something to look at. It's important that we don't give up because this is the last chance that we have to save our constitutional republic. And Chuck Schumer, he said that, and the thing is, especially if they get the Senate, this is very worrisome. He said that he'd be open to the idea of packing the court. Now, if they pack the court, that's pretty bad because now they have control of the House They might have control of the Senate. They'd have control of the presidency. 
assuming that it doesn't get overturned tomorrow, which I hope it does. And then they take the Supreme Court. We'd have no ground left. We cannot fight at all. The only way that would we'd be able to actually fight or win any election again is to rebel. And that's the unfortunate truth. But it's important that we keep on fighting because we're never going to find a pathway to victory if we don't keep on looking for one. Now, I don't... Now, as far as I can tell, I'm not sure what pathways to victory there still are. There's probably some that I did not mention earlier. But it's important that we keep on looking for them. And it's even more important that we do our best to secure our constitutional republic and keep our right to vote. Once again, I want to thank my partners, Always American, Centennial Conservatives, Classical Liberal Latino, Freedom American, Jeffersonian Republican, Pack and Patriots, and Patriotic Deplorables. They've helped me out a lot, and I think that everyone should go follow them. After this episode, I'm probably going to do another episode in a few days to kind of cover what happened on January 6th, or what's still what's going to happen, or what is going to happen. And I'll probably have McTrump face on, Maybe someone else, because I did tell McTrump face we should come on after the 6th. But it is what it is, unfortunately. We can't do much right now, but just keep on praying, keep on fighting, and just keep on looking for pathways to victory. Thank you for listening to the Political Snowfall. This has been part 8 of our election fraud series. I am your host, The Melted Snowflake. And stay tuned for more episodes in the future. Once again, I just want to say that we need to pray for Pence to step up. We need to pray for something to happen because right now, as much as I hate to say it, it's not looking good. But I'm sure that we can still win. Don't give up and keep on fighting.